you But no one as much as you, you see Corbett's just like visibly shaking He's like, it's not okay A little too close to silence the land It puts the lotion on its no, skin please Oh, what's up, everybody? We're putting the lotion on your ears. Yeah. The audio yeah. lotion. Yeah. You see how it's a segue. Okay. All right. Listen, this is The Fizzle Show. Welcome, everybody. The Fizzle Show is where we talk every week about subjects, topics, ideas, insights, tips, exercises that are for indie entrepreneurs, people who are earning a living doing something they actually care about, using the tools of the internet, making themselves small and profitable. You don't have to be a superstar on the web to have a profitable business that's raking in the Benjamins. That's a that's a term for cash, Corbett. Oh. Benjamins. Because uh, Benjamin, Senor Benjamin is on the $100 bill, the $100 peso Senor in America. Ben- yeah. And that is a signal of wealth. Got it. In a lot of in a lot of circles, many people don't know this, but uh, the hundred dollar bill is the largest denomination in U.S. dollars. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the top. That's the top of the top. Yeah. That's why we're stacking Benjamins, as Jay there said. Were larger says. ones in the past. Yeah, and you can go and look it up on YouTube or something. You, you, I mean, you or would Wikipedia. You, you could, but the Illuminati stopped all of that because they realized that you know. You don't want people to get too wealthy, mm-hmm. right? So, anyways, we'll we'll maybe not talk about the Illuminati in this episode, Corbett. Thanks for getting us into that rat hole. I didn't bring it up. All right, I'm going to take off my my tinfoil hat here, put it aside, and say, welcome to the Fizzle Show. We're excited that you're here. We've got an awesome topic for you today. We're talking about YouTube. All right, now before you go, like I don't want to do YouTube. I'm not even thinking about it. I saw you. Thought you were you were leaning towards the like skip this episode button on your phone. Just real quick, hold on. YouTube is massively important for many online businesses, even offline businesses. You can, speaking of which, there's a guy down here in Mexico. Corbin and I are still on sort of a hiatus sabbatical work break out in Mexico. And there's a guy in this little town that we're in who we've been able to find commercials of his carpet company. Mm. Uh, on YouTube, yeah. right? Back when he was rolling in, in literal carpets. Uh, and I don't think that those YouTube commercials got very big while they were on YouTube. They were just recordings, VHS recordings. Right. Of, so this is a terrible example. But it just, <laughs> just it was funny for us to find. Sure, yeah. It was funny. So <laughs> at the very least, it's fun to put your home videos up on YouTube. But we're talking about this from the perspective of you're a small business owner. You've got a course to sell. You've got a podcast where you sell sponsorships. You've got uh, you've got co- uh, consulting or coaching that you do, right? How can you be using YouTube? Should you be using YouTube? It sounds like a hassle. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about this. Yeah, but we're going to do it through the context of telling you a story of one particular YouTube channel that is not this massive megastar YouTube channel. It's a small channel, but it's profitable. Right. It's already delivering money from kind of the start, so to speak. Yeah. So you don't have to be uh, the big. The big point I want you to get from this is on the internet in general, and specifically in YouTube, you don't have to be some big, massive star, Casey Neistat, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, you know, ins- or I mean, the, all the what I think of when yeah. you say YouTube are all of the YouTube celebrities. Exactly. Right? Yeah. People who YouTube is their primary channel. Tyler Oakley. Yeah, or Logan Paul, or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even, I mm-hmm. haven't seen any of these videos. Well, you're not a millennial. Right, but there's 
tons and tons of them. They get millions and millions of views. Yeah. And you hear these stories or people, uh, this guy PewDiePie, remember he yeah. used to just play, maybe yeah. he still does, yeah. video games and he raked in like $10 million in a year. So yeah. YouTube feels very out of reach, yeah. out of touch in a yeah. lot of ways. It kind of feels like a thing for the kids. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like us that are just trying to build a business, doing something that we care about, yeah. and we're trying to use all the tools that are available to us to reach our potential customers, we feel like YouTube is like, nah, I don't know. Like, yeah. it, I hear that it's an opportunity, but how? Yeah. How, do, how do I actually make that work? Totally. And, and, and so we were thinking like, we have this tremendous opportunity here on our own team that we've kind of talked about just a little bit here and there. We've mentioned it, but we've never really told the full story. Yeah. So today we're going to VH1 behind the music, get inside, get inside the the brain of Chase Reeves and and talk about this reviews business, this side project that he started on YouTube. That's actually making money. Yeah, and before we do, Steph is joining us. Hi, Steph. Can you hear us? Can you feel us near you? Hi, everybody. Super excited to be here. I uh, just want to let the crowd know that I have a LaCroix curate with me today, um, blackberry mm. cucumber. So for longtime listeners of The Fizzle Show, I feel like we, we kind of stopped talking about LaCroix, but I just want to bring it back here for a second and say I'm still, I'm still repping LaCroix here. Shramps. LaCroix shramps. There's my favorite flavor. So you went full curate, mm-hmm. which, to, which to me sounds a little bit like karate. Yeah. It's a little bit like uh, the... The what's that one Florence Whitaker movie where he's like the the he's like the hood like the gangster Shaolin kung fu master guy? For, really? Oh yeah, no, Florence Whitaker. I don't remember that one. Oh oh, I I can't remember it right now. Please, <laughs> listeners, just yell it loud enough into your yeah. headphones. Maybe it'll come through. Uh, but it's like it's like ghost ghost warrior, ghost ninja, like gangster ninja or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Awesome, awesome. Bringing discipline to inner cities. Yeah, you know what I mean. The ghost ninja. Well, we don't uh, unfortunately have Lacroix down here, so we have to make do. Chase has been drinking tiny Mexican Coke yeah. out of a bottle, TMC, <laughs> and uh, and I've been drinking a lot of Topo Chico. Topo Chico. It's a delightful sparkling water down here. <laughs> Topo Chico. And I haven't had Lacroix in a long time, to be honest. I went full Soda Stream. Yeah, so did I. Full Soda Stream. So did I. I just been cranking that Soda Stream. Soda Stream is <clears throat> one of those things that. We love so much. We bought it as Christmas presents for a bunch of people in our lives. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I haven't bought it for anybody. I haven't loved anybody that much yet. <laughs> okay, let's let's switch into gear. First of all, before we get started on the episode, just want to say two things. Number one, you can go to fizzle.co/toolkit. If you're new to the show, if you don't know what we're about, number we've got a number of of useful things in there. Four, I think there might be even five guides now that are for your business. You're going to be able to use these as workbooks, as guides to help you figure out your audience so you can target them better on your homepage, on your emails that you send out, making better headlines, making better uh, calls to action and things like that, as well as a business sketch template, all this great stuff. Fizzle.co slash toolkit. And one of the things in there is the 10 episodes of The Fizzle Show you cannot miss. Awesome guide that I made for you right in there. Check it out. Fizzle.co slash toolkit. Then, number two, if you are looking for an email provider or you want to take your email up a notch, you should check out ConvertKit. ConvertKit has put together an offer with us. They don't normally have a free trial on their website, but for Fizzle Show listeners, they'll give you 30 days to check it out. Uh, you can kick the tires, cancel if you need to. That you can get at fizzle.co slash ConvertKit. 
Okay. Fizzle.co slash ConvertKit. If you don't know what ConvertKit is, it's email marketing. So you want to grow your email list and then you want to create engagement. You want to get those people to actually listen to or watch or open up your emails. And with ConvertKit, it makes it really easy to do this customization. And hey, anybody who clicked on the podcast link over there, let's put them on a special target list over here. And now it's like everybody who's clicked on any podcast links and any of my emails is now going to, I can send an email directly to them. Really, really dope stuff. Check out ConvertKit. We highly recommend it at fizzle.co slash ConvertKit. All right. So now I think we need to start this conversation with a, with just a a quick, just, just like, like YouTube is a big deal because it's this massive thing. I mean, maybe you do this already. If you don't, you might in the future. And if you never do, loads of people do. They use YouTube as their primary search engine for anything they want to learn, mm-hmm. right? If I ever have a problem with my computer or a problem with uh, some website that I'm making or, or like trying to figure out something with cooking or anything, I'm going into YouTube and I'm typing that there first. Yeah. Because if I can see like a little three to six minute video that's going to walk me through that, then I'm like, okay. Let's let's watch this sucker. Like let's get. I want to understand exactly how the caramelization works when we're doing. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. Show don't tell. So YouTube is this massive, massive place where massive amounts. I think of people I heard it was go. the second largest search engine aside from Google. Really? Yeah. So the point being, there, there's this place where it's like, what if I told you there's a place where there's already billions of people, and that if you made something. There, billions of people might find it, right, right, or or like you know that like it could be useful to some some big number of that. Compare that to creating a blog post, putting on the internet, where there's also billions of people, but it's so decentralized and fragmented that the ch- the likelihood of you getting found there are, is relatively small as well, right? So, not that like putting a YouTube putting a video on YouTube is going to get you discovered. It's just that there's this place where people are searching, and if you don't have something there, they're not going to find it. Right. Right. Yeah. Very, very fascinating that like that that exists, and it's this huge opportunity. I wouldn't say opportunity because trust me, if there's a niche out there, there's a blog on it, and there's a YouTube channel. Sure. On it. You know, there's YouTube videos being made for that, and there's blog posts being made for that. There's just there's noise out there, right? There's lots of noise, but. YouTube is this place where there's these rules and these regulations or these uh, these norms uh, that, like that book, Jab, 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 Right Hook or whatever, yeah. that Gary Vaynerchuk book, seems like the gist of that whole book was, was know how the rules and the norms work on each one of these platforms and then operate accordingly. Mm-hmm. Don't put the same thing on Facebook that you're putting on Twitter because they're two different crowds. Yeah. Don't don't do things like that on Instagram like you did on Facebook because it's a totally different world. Yeah. Same thing with YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I guess the way that I think of YouTube is just, you know, as a as a business owner is it sounds like there's an opportunity there and I put it kind of in the same category as blogging or podcasting. Uh because it's a way to reach potential customers, but it does have its own thing, you know. And and um, but I also know that it has really great engagement. It seems like yeah. if somebody watches a video with you, they really get to know you. Sort of like if they listen to a podcast, yeah. so they get to know you. So it seems like there's a lot of power there, and you've made it work. So we thought, why don't we just tell your story? Today? Yeah, totally, totally. So the first point I think we need to make is just that YouTube is really useful. 
And if you're not already thinking about it, you might want to think about it. Um, I know that there's a, that brings up a lot of questions about like, well, I don't want to do video. I don't want to this, that, and the other. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit um, when we talk about me getting started. But maybe let's jump in and talk about this difference between small and profitable and then being really massive and selling advertisements. Mm-hmm. Like the model on YouTube is, is traditionally kind of you get really, really big and then you make money on advertisements. There's been a lot of YouTubers who are like up in arms about changes that YouTube makes to their advertising or to this, that, and the other because all of the money that they're making is from these like millions of views on, on videos that they get and all the money comes in through advertising. So that money channel requires millions of views for it to be a significant money maker, right? But there's other ways that you can use YouTube to connect with people to get them to take action that causes that that action can cause for you to to make some money, right? So for me, I do bag reviews, so backpacks travel backpacks, daily carry bags, briefcases, things like that. It's just something I've always loved. And uh, and these companies, a lot of them I have a relationship with where it's like it's an affiliate sale. I'm like a salesperson for them. Um, I'm telling the truth and being honest in my review all the time, but if anybody wants to purchase that bag, they I always tell them in the end of the video, like, hey, if you click the link below, It'll help me be able to make more videos because my wife is literally downstairs right now watching both our children because she said, you should go make a video <laughs> because it makes us a little bit of money. Right. So I appreciate it when anytime you do that and I actually make a, like an honest call to action, like use my link, please. Yeah. Please. This, this is what enables me to do this on a right. Saturday. Right. Um, and that ends up now like where we are now is that's making like a, a, a over $2,000 a month. And, and that's not like going to pay all our bills by a long shot. But as you know, with doing indie business, like that is how the cookie, that's how you, that's how you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Every business starts somewhere. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting to me, uh, that this is possible because first of all, bags, like that wasn't even on my radar that that was something (laughs) that people cared about enough to watch videos on YouTube for, In some cases, like a half hour or an hour yeah, on your channel, yeah, yeah, and uh, and that you could set up a, a an affiliate relationship and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, so how like how did you get started? What was the so this got started when I guess it would have been honestly years and years ago. I had a YouTube channel for Father Apprentice. This or- original blog that I had started it was the first blog that I was like, I'm going to start a blog that has a point. <laughs> Uh, has a purpose, like it's just for this particular audience. Before that, it was just like Chase Reeves' blog. Yeah. I've been thinking about these things, right. <laughs> right? And then I was like, "Well, I'm a dad, and it's very hard to be a dad for me because I'm a total selfish prick." So, like, let me talk about like, like what, what, like, how, if writing about this helps me take being a dad more seriously, right? And so I started up a blog, and there would be a lot of video stuff that I did on that. I did a lot of videos on that because I just I just yeah. liked doing video. That's right? how that's 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 how I got to know you. I mean, we met in person, but, right? But then immediately, like I found those videos, and it was like, oh, these are it's super entertaining, right? Know, and- yeah. So uh, because I had that, I I was looking for a bag. I love bags. I've always loved bags. My dad was actually like, this is where it gets kind of weird because I actually do have this weird pedigree in bags. Bag like, pedigree. but I didn't. I never thought about it that way. My dad, uh, he when as I was growing up, his company, he started a company that did manufacturing overseas that created all these sporting goods things, lots of bags and backpacks, basically any sleeping bag and tent 
and backpack that you bought at Walmart that was with the like crappy Walmart brand Ozark Trail or whatever it was because yeah. it's different in different regions and stuff like that. Right for Walmart and Sam's Club and stuff like that. It, the the camp chairs that like telescope out. Yep. You know, he his company made a lot of that kind of stuff. Got it for those guys. Costco, Sam's Club, all that stuff. I never, I, I didn't really, uh, my favorite thing as a kid was going into his little, little, uh, like not factory, but warehouse in the, here in the States where they would have like samples where the designers had bought like all this other stuff. And it would just say in chalk, like sample. Yep. I don't know. I would just go through there and just go like, Oh, what? Could I have this? Could I have this? Dad's like, no, tiger. No, no, don't do that. No, come on. No, no, you can't take, you just can't take. And I still have one of the bags that I took from there at some point, some big, like some big travel bag. Anyways, I've, I've always loved bags. Think about what a bag does. Bag like enables your carry. It enables your life. It's equipment. It's your, it's your equipper, right? It enables these tasks that you do. Yeah. For some of us, it's fine just to have a sack that we throw, like a bit, a stick and bindle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an old hobo. <laughs> an old hobo with a kerchief. Yeah. And, and you tie up all of your, I guess nowadays it'd be like heroin and I don't know, wine oh. enema supplies wow, or something why? like that. Go there again. It's so sad. It's so sad. So uh, some of us, it works just to have a sack, uh, but m- most of us, we want a place to put our dongles. You know, we want a, want a place to put our headphones and all that other stuff, right? And then it gets really serious when you think about, I don't want to look like a dweeb, you know? I don't want to look too dorky. I don't want to look too not dorky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too businessy. Too businessy yeah. or too casual. Right. You can't look at, you can't look too much like either of those. Yeah. Right. So, and now <laughs> magnify that or multiply that by the number of people there are who are going either to work or working, you know, from uh, coffee shops or something like that. Right. Think about this category of bags. Like, it's, no, I know, but it's so, just going to keep growing. But, you maybe had this in the back of your mind because I did not think about this at all. Right. I I didn't think about this at all. Maybe you knew because your dad had been in the bag business. I didn't even know that. that I just, I just have always wanted a good bag. I went to go buy a bag. Uh, I looked on, I I, like saw some link or I think I did some research and it was, there was this one bag from rickshaw in San Francisco. That was a commuter, uh, briefcase bag. And the whole, I swear to, I swear to God, the, the two selling points on this was this. Number one, when you put it down, it stands up. Because it has a rigid, flat bottom, a rigid yeah. flat bottom, and then number two, the flap that when you like pull it up and and lift it over, it had these like magnetic clips there, so you can put the magnets magnets there so that the Velcro wouldn't make that super loud thing. Yeah, and then before that, it was all Timbuk two bags that were like in the conference, you know, or in the in the meeting or something like, yeah. like you need to get a pen, and it was like make it. So to me, that was it. I was like, all right, I looked around, I couldn't find any. Any information Rickshaw about was this kind bag? Of a, like a hipper, more like local, artisanal version of a Timbuktu yeah, bag, or something. exactly. And and just like one step alternative from the from the the thing you buy at an airport, right? Just one step away from that, and that's always been sort of. I always need something like that to feel cool, I guess. So, anyways, there was no. It was impossible to find information about this. This is one another thing that is like you look for a bag on the web, and it's just like it's a nightmare. You're just looking at these weird pictures. They don't show you every pocket. You can't tell like what's going on. And even when manufacturers make these little videos, they're like, all right, here's the something, something bag. And they don't walk me through the bag at all. Mm-hmm. They just tell me some of the features and they're going like, all right, you should purchase this bag. Um, so I got that bag. I, I made, I, it was 150 bucks. I just took a leap, bought the bag and I made a video because I already was making videos for, for Father Apprentice. 
I made a video. I threw it up on your channel. I made a video. Well, before I published it, I actually sent it to Rickshaw. I sent a link to it. I had the video as like hidden there. And I sent a link to them and I said, um, here is, I, I'm, I'm going to be publishing this video in the next little while. Just wanted to let you guys know about it. And they had this young, smart marketing kid named Chris, who I'm still in contact with today. And he got right back in touch with me. And he was like, dude, we'll give you a coupon code. Anybody who purchases, we'll give them a, a 10% off and we'll give you 10% of the sale. Wow. So like, this was my first interaction with a bag company. Yep. My first video I ever made in the bag, right? Uh, and I did it because like, there was no information about this bag. So I put it out there and we ended up selling loads of bags over the next X, Y, and Z years. I think it was like three or $400,000 worth of bags. And they, end up, they didn't end up paying me very much for, <laughs> because they didn't have real, a real way of tracking it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like an actual affiliate setup or agreement, but I got like yeah. a couple checks or whatever. You learned, you learned from it. Then. Yeah. Mo- most importantly, they kept sending me different bags to make video- <laughs> videos of. That's what I cared most about at the time. But, uh, I learned a couple things about that. I mean, that was my first bag. And then looking back, uh, it was a bag that did not have a lot of information on it out there. And then it, it, uh, it got really popular. It became popular. It was something people were searching for just, just randomly. Just kind of randomly. I lucked out on that. I was the first video on it. It was a long in-depth review on it. I mean, I I went through all the pockets and I told, told the honest truth about it and I did it my way. Yeah. I was like, just like as a regular dude, here's what I think about this. Yeah. You know, I wasn't trying to appease anybody. So let me jump in for a second because I'm hearing something really interesting, Chase, that I just feel like is a, is a really huge takeaway for me. And I'm sure for a lot of people listening, the way you went about this project, I think is, is extremely important and no coincidence that you were successful. We talk a lot and we've talked, we've talked a lot about on the, on the show and we see a lot of people come into the forums at Fizzle interested in affiliate income because it's kind of the dream in a way, right? Like you just link to something and money goes into your bank account. I know a lot of people get introduced to this idea of online business building because maybe they hear about affiliate uh, affiliate sales. And we've certainly had many conversations here where we talk about it, <laughs> the fact that it gets really sleazy really quickly when people... Mm. I think make the mistake of approaching this backwards from the way that you did it. You just told this story of how you loved this bag. You love bags in general. You have a very, I think, unusual perspective about bags. I don't think a lot of people (laughs) necessarily have this like aesthetic when it comes to thinking about bags, but the way you approach it is like a, a passion or a hobby is something you really care about. And you sort of stumbled into it because you were just pursuing something that was genuinely interesting to you, um, trying to create something that didn't exist, which is these more in-depth looks into bags because it's something, you know, we, we talk a lot about scratching your own itch and you created something that you wished existed. And now you're making, you know, 2000 a month in affiliate sales, which is great. But a lot of times people hear about affiliate-based businesses and all they hear is the I'm making 2000 a month part. And I just love that the story part of this where it's like, I just, I think that people watching your videos, they can absolutely pick up on the fact that you're, you're not just like shilling products, right? Like there's so many people out there who are just linking to products and you can kind of tell that it's just because they know that there's a payday for them at the end of the day. But when that, when you have that genuine spirit towards it, I, I just really think that's such an important thing for people who are maybe hearing this and starting to think about how they can incorporate affiliate sales into their businesses, I think a big question is, well, what do you care about? What do you, what would you really love to recommend to people? It's not about how to get rich quick. It's really about um, thinking about products that you really care about and that you'd be delighted to spread the word about. Yeah. So Steph, for you in particular, like I'm thinking of 
you could easily do a channel on mugs that keep your coffee or tea warm right. for you. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of options out there, and people one video. People are wondering. I mean, is Ember worth the price? Yep. Right? Yep. And you kind of go like, here's here the, the challenge with that is if there's not a billion, if there's not a lot of those different kinds of mugs, I think there's one, <laughs> right? <laughs> then then you you get one video, and the cha- the likelihood of that. Getting big over time. I mean, the, 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 the thing that happens, this effect, I could figure out some word for like the butterfly effect or the whatever effect that happens when you've got a bag review. And then at the end of it, you're like, Hey, man, this is just one of like 50 bag reviews yeah. that I've done. Mm-hmm. Totally. And if you want to learn more about the one bag travel bags, check this t- video yeah. out or more on the street style daily carry, check this one out. Well, and whenever you buy a product in a category like that, you know, whether it be shoes or yeah. bag or some kind of outdoor gear or whatever, you're probably thinking about like three or four or five different options. Yeah. So yeah. you want to consume more reviews. Totally. Totally. Steph mentioned last time, uh, like some, you were buying a hot tub and you did a bunch yeah. of research yeah. on that. Now, I mean, just think about that. How often we're ending up doing that mm-hmm. for what kinds of products, all the right? Time. Like so, all and, the and, time. And I think a lot of us find that process enjoyable. Yeah, almost more so. It's so sad when you um, obsess over a product for weeks and you have so much fun, rev- like yeah. reading the reviews and obsessing over which one and which yeah. features you're going to get. Yeah. And then you get it, and it's like, oh, you just put it on your shelf. Is that what happened when you got your hot tub? No, no, no we love the hot tub. We, it's one of the best purchases ever. But yeah. I'm saying, like, you know, you think that some little thing's going to change your life, and totally. really, it's the hunt that's exciting. It, it is, it is, right? And and one of the reasons why I think I'm receiving the success that I'm having in the bag review things is I make that hunt really fun, right? 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 Yeah. So so I love that you basically combined two things you wanted in a video mm. into one. The first is you mentioned, you know, with average product review videos, you just get like a little twirl and yeah. that's it. Yeah. It's like I'm supposed to decide if I want to buy this thing from like mm-hmm. 90 seconds of the thing spinning around. Yeah. So you make this insanely in-depth where I'm you're showing literally like every pocket opening every yeah. flap and talking yeah. about all the features, which is awesome. Yeah. And then you love to be entertained, and you love to entertain people. Yeah. So you just married those two things, and made- well, what I, what I hate, I hate being bored. Yeah, like I hate being bored. Like, hey, if you're here watching a video about a bag, like, yeah, this is like, first of all, like, it's sort of stupid that we're watching. But let's admit that, like, we're just like, we're so lame, we're so <laughs> lame right now. But at the same time, it's like, hey, man, this is what I'm going to be carrying, schlepping my lunch and my laptop, yeah. to work every day. In is it really the right look? Is it made from the right stuff? Is it is it worth the price? Is it is it cheap? Is it like all of these things like I, I so I, I I look at the bag and and I do think I have maybe an unnatural uh, affinity maybe a, maybe a, maybe it's unsafe uh, my feelings <laughs> my unsafe. feelings for bags are 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 very strong because because I just think it's a design problem that you're solving yeah the design problem is like I'm carrying from one place to the next but now I have all of these things that I want to do I want to signal what I, was probably most important to me is I needed to signal the right things about who I am yeah I think it's this real it's just, it's jewelry it's the only jewelry I have yeah it's the only jewelry I have right, so I think about it the way that women think about shoes, necklaces, ear, like sorry, like like uh, Watch. watches, all that, yeah. all that stuff is just a bag for me. That's it, bags and tattoos. That's all. So, <laughs> tattoo, tattoo. Yeah. So back to your back to your story. Yeah. So when we left off, you had just published your first video, and I think there are three really interesting things that you just stumbled on, mm. learned right away 
The first is that people will watch bag videos, yeah, right, because yeah. you ended up getting a lot of views. Totally. The second is that you might be able to earn a little income from this because a yeah. company might say, hey, if you sell any, we'll give you a kickback. Totally. And the third is that then that company was willing to send you product to review that you wouldn't even have yeah. to pay for out of your own pocket. I don't know if you knew that that was possible or not. Yeah, right. And, and since then, you've gotten, I don't know how many samples. I mean, the other day, last time I went to your house, yeah. there was literally a small mountain in your office. <laughs> I think it's probably like 40, 40 bags. Of bags. 40 bags that I had that I'd sort of accumulated that I was making reviews on. Yeah. I've gotten through all of them now, but like my editor's like, I had to hire a guy to help me edit them while I was down here. Yeah. I should have just taken that on myself. It's not like I was doing anything in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have never been able to upload them. I would have never been able to upload them yeah. in this Mexican Wi-Fi. So, so hold on, the, the four things, you, three things you mentioned there that, um, first of all, the, 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 that people would watch bags. Second of all, that I could make a little money from it. Third of all, that companies would send me bags, right? That I, without me even being charged for them to review. I'd say there's another one. And this was probably the biggest of all mm. for me. The biggest of all for me was that like people were entertained by my bag videos. Mm. People were like, what the hell? Who is this guy? Yeah. And they were like, this is amazing. Yeah. The amount of comments. My favorite comments on your videos are, it's 33 minutes in. I can't believe I'm still watching this video about a bag. <laughs> exactly. And those happen like in every video. Yeah, they happen in every video. And then, and, and now there's like all these inside jokes of that's what I do. I basically make inside jokes over time on yeah. digital media. Uh, if you look at my career, that's basically you, could you tr- turned something into what you would think would be just a, a transactional affair. You know, I'm a YouTuber yeah. or a, a watcher. I want to buy a bag. I'm going to go type in a yeah. thing. I'm going to find your video and like five other videos about this bag. I'm going to watch them. I'm going to go buy this bag or yeah. not to. You turned what normally would be just a boring transactional thing into an ongoing relationship with people. Yeah, totally. Come back to watch more reviews from you. And all of that through the person, just the, the personality and the way that I did it. Yeah. Right. And now that I did not think about at all. I just was like, I'm not going to treat this like a job. I'm not going to be lame about this. Mm-hmm. And my best videos are the, are invariably the ones where I just have like I'm in a good headspace. I have some good energy, and I've got a bag that's like got some interesting, thoughtful design decisions that they've made. And I'm like, let's talk, let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it. You know, and there's cussing, and it gets raunchy, and it, it, but it's 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 fun. You know, and I think I don't know if I could be making. There's other bag makers. Uh, bag review makers who, uh, yeah, there are others. <laughs> first of all, yeah, who make much smaller videos that have a lot more views. Mm-hmm. They might even sell way more bags and make a lot more in affiliate income than me. But that's sort of wasn't the it goal. Fun out of it. It wasn't the goal for me in the first place. The goal for me was like, I want to be me first and foremost. Second of all, like I like bags. So if we can do, if we can make a little, like do a little, that, that's fun. Because then now, now let's keep going with the story because. I made those bags for for rickshaw. They sent me a handful, and I did all of those just over at Father Apprentice. Like yep. those are still over at Father. He made Apprentice. several videos. Several videos. Most of them didn't. I mean, they're they're still there, and and they did whatever they did. I honestly haven't checked on any of the traffic or anything in forever. But then, like four years later, I realized I had these other bags that I never did a video of. Bags that you had just bought yourself. Yeah. Patagonia's black hole duffel bag, that, that typical black, like that typical duffel bag you'll see like a million, a million times over when you travel through the airport yep. from Patagonia. They crushed it with that product. And so I was like, okay, let's do that one. I had this Filson briefcase, which was the first bag I ever bought that was like expensive. Mm-hmm. 
And I made that one because I love that bag. And then there was another one, another rickshaw backpack that they had sent me that I never reviewed. This was kind of just stuff sitting around your... Just stuff sitting around. I had a video camera set up because we were making courses for Fizzle at the time. Um, and so I was just like, let's just, do, let's just do some of these really quick. And I'll just throw them up and see what happens. So that's when it started. It started up again after like three years or something like that. That's when I started going like, oh, wow. I think... It would be good to remember what uh, I don't quite remember what the first company I reached out to and was like, "Hey, I'm doing these bag videos. Like, yeah. I'd love to review one of your products." But right. that's what I started doing. I just started reaching out to companies, showing them a link to one of my videos that had gotten really big, and then uh, like like the Filson the Filson briefcase video starts off with like, "I." Love this bag. I say I, I effing love this bag. Like yeah. a really loud mustache, and I yeah. the whole time it's probably one of my funniest videos because I'm just like this bag is like you want to be Hemingway. It's like oh this is where I put my cigars and this is where I put my large elephant gun pistol and this is where I put my 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 rifle you know cleaners and this is it's just like this Filson bag totally. Uh, but I'm trying to remember now what the first company I would have reached out to. But suffice it to say, now that's what the process is. I reach, I, I, I hear about a company that has cool bags. I reach out to them, and I, uh, oh, you know what? It would have been Manal. Manal. Oh, I remember that. Right. I remember that. Yeah. M I N A A L. These two guys, Kiwi guys, who make uh, this great travel backpack. Yep. Now this is this is what got me into the vein of one bag travelers. You travel the world with just one bag, right? And it's one bag that's built for that. All your technology and all your clothing in one thing. And you knew those guys because yeah. they, they were familiar with the yeah, traffic. Yeah, hung out with them at WDS. Right, so because of that, like you sent me an email introduction to them, and I was like, guys, send me a bag, let me do a video review of it. Yep. And they ended up doing it. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I started doing that with more and more and more um, yeah, that's stuff. Right. Yeah, so that would have been the first one that I reached out to. Steph, have you gotten into one bag travel over there? You know what? It's really funny because as you guys were talking, I was like just Googling a little bit. I was like, who is the female bag equivalent of Chase Reeves? <laughs> I don't know if anybody exists. Chase, you're, you're yeah. going to have to like, you're going to have to help me find <laughs> yeah. out what, what bag is great for the ladies. But I, I, I haven't really, I've, I do try to get into the one bag thing, but it's, it's harder. I would, and I know that there's a lot of different things you can do, especially for, you know, with women, we have a lot of different accessories and things that we need, especially with like hair products and all of that. So I feel like it's difficult, but as you guys are talking, I'm just thinking to myself, man, I would definitely, if there was someone out there that I, I knew was, was talking about this stuff, I would definitely pay attention to it on YouTube. Mm, yeah, totally. Yeah. And the, the one bag travel thing is another interesting thing. Remember that, that, that like the concept of minimalism, mm-hmm. right? Really came on strong in the last decade. Yep. And one bag travel is all about a kind of minimal aesthetic. That's where I fell in love with minimalism is because when like, what are you shaking your head for? What are you like? No, I'm, I'm saying like the, the feeling. So for me, whenever I, you know, am getting ready for a trip yeah. and finally I get all my stuff together and it goes in one bag and yeah. I, I've traveled Europe for six weeks with one bag. Yeah. And that feeling of finally leaving the house and the only things you have to worry about are the sticky yeah. items that are in your on your back yeah. right now is so freeing. Yeah, totally. It's like that that feeling that you get when you leave a job mm-hmm. finally. Yeah. And you're just like, not my problem anymore. Not my problem. <laughs> you get right. like that with all the crap that you've accumulated <laughs> yeah, in your life, right? Totally. Like I get to just be me. Like yeah. so that minimalist thing is is very attractive. It's very attractive and it, it not only I mean it's it's a it's a it's a damn addictive feeling. And it is, it is a kind of thing where you experience it and then you come back home and you're like, whoa, 
why wouldn't I work every day to keep that feeling going? Totally. Right. And, and so that, because that was in the, in the culture, I think focusing on a lot of those kinds of bags, personally, I was really into that sort of idea and I'm still on the hunt for the best one. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I think also though, uh, so many of us now are, Mobile in our jobs, yeah. we have to travel between places. We're headed to the co-working space, right. coffee shop, or whatever. Yeah. So our our bag now is like our mobile office. Yes, totally. And so those trends that you know, single bag travel, minimalism, and that mobile office thing, yeah, are probably making a lot of people look for better bags. Yeah, I think so. And and another thing is there's there's just so many more bag manufacturers now. Like the video that I just launched on Tuesday is of a company called Nomatic with a T instead of a D Nomatic and these this is a two two dudes two american dudes i think they're american uh, they and they just they they started making i don't think they i don't know if they started with a bag i think they started with the bag and now they make journals and a handful like a handful of other products mm-hmm. they've just gotten good at kickstarting products bringing them to market and creating this sort of like lifestyley brandy sort of thing right and those guys, um, they're doing. I think they're, they they seem like they're doing really, really well. That's just one of a of, of like all of these different bag companies that have sprouted up. Yeah. As these, there's like a lot of two dude teams that yeah. make make bags. Yeah. And I, Steph, I think you bring up a great point. Like, you know, I, I think I looked at YouTube, uh, and my stats are like like vastly majority dudes. Yep. There's a, there's a handful of ladies who are, who are really avid fans and love love bags so much, but it is a lot of yeah. dudes. Partly because of the product you're reviewing. Partly because of the product, right? And so uh, or maybe like it, And also talking about Hemingway and Elephant Guns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? So uh there there is there is that. But at the same time Melissa and I, my wife, she started reaching out to diaper bag companies Mm. and she's gotten us a handful of diaper bags and we did one already where it was her and i together oh man and and that was like she did great on camera it's i don't know if you corb if you've ever done any or steph if you either of you have done on camera stuff with your with your spouse it's not it's like Mm-mm. when it's something it's that, awkward. that you you make videos for like a lot, like yeah. you've made a lot of courses, yeah. like you've been in front of the camera a lot at this point, right? Yes. And it's their first time, yeah. but they're also the person you sleep next to, uh-huh. and occasionally other stuff happens, uh-huh. but they also mm, like boy. you know help you. <laughs> mm, <bye. laughs> and, and so, anyways, the the point is is like they're self conscious out of their element, and and, and I'm. I'm like, I'm like, this is easy. You should just be able to do this. You should just be able to do this. You just do this. So you're saying we should go watch this. (laughs) No, at the end of it, she did great. You should. The whirlwind diaper bag. It's a great bag. So, okay. So, um, back to, back to your story. Yeah. I'm curious when you started reaching out. So you, you did three videos of your own bag. Yeah. You got some views on those. I, yeah. and you're like, oh, there's kind of something to this. It yeah, just and I, I think I also like, I like, I like making videos, and I don't have anything to make videos about. It was like a reason to make videos. You know, it was a reason to make videos where it wasn't just like, hey, I got to come up with some brilliant idea. I always do like the self helpy stuff. Like, yeah. I always want to be talking self helpy, like, right. and making it funny, but making it honest and deep, and all this but sort it of makes stuff. It easy because there's a purpose to the video. But with a bag, it's just so much easier. Yeah, it's so much easier, and all that little self helpy stuff, it comes up. Yeah. Like it all comes oh, I know. it all comes like out. It's so good. For you mostly. It's so good. Yeah, totally. So um do companies often say no if you ask 
for Again, the I've, product? I've probably in like in fifty asks, I've probably gotten five no's, maybe ten at most. And do companies ever ask for the product back? Never. Do they ever ask for payment? Never. Do you know anybody else who does reviews of products, or do you know other products that this sort of thing is possible? Um, that that other in I mean, other obviously on, on in other markets on like YouTube, you can, like people review gadgets and stuff. All the yeah, time. I mean some of the biggest biggest channels in the world and are I imagine they get like things sent to them in the same way. Exactly, it's just like gadget review unboxing. Yeah, unboxing, and they're talking about the thing. And I I I did that when I like when I got the new iPhone X. I was like, no, what well, well, what is an iPhone X really? I was just like, let's go for the best. One and then I'm like, why, why? What's so good about this one? And I went and watched a couple of those to help me understand because yeah. it's actually a difficult phone to use off the bat. You don't know how to do things with it because there's no button on it, right? right? So, uh, but I don't end up being watching many. I don't watch any other things. If I don't, I don't buy bags. Like I had a bag. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. I did buy a lot of bags. I, I, I for like a like a. I always wanted more bags. Yeah, but I never bought very many. I bought like three bags. Yeah, you know, uh, and then. Though, but if I was buying a bag now, if I needed a bag, I didn't have forty-five sitting on my floor back at home. Yeah. Then I would immediately be looking at uh, some website that helps me figure out what's available. Yeah. Right, and then looking at the reviews for what is the what what is the actual like bag like? Which one should I go with? So I'm curious now. How many have you? How many videos have you done? I think about uh, like probably fifty-five, sixty oh, of wow. bag videos at this really? point. Yeah. Okay. And um, are you also earning ad revenue at this point? So yeah, ad revenue, but the ad revenue ends up being like anywhere from three hundred to seven hundred, maybe eight hundred a month. And how, do you know how many views you're getting or subscribers I or anything? Don't tricks? know the numbers on that right now. It's it's. I mean, it's growing. That's the, that's the crazy thing about it. Is it's this is the thing that's like my wife looked at it like several months ago, and she was like, "Dude, you need to." Do more of this. Yeah, it doesn't cost you very much at all to yeah. do, and I think it can grow a bunch. And I was like, eh. you need. She's like, you need to focus on the affiliate stuff. I was like, eh. I wasn't focusing on it really much at all. Right at the time, this was like maybe six months ago. I was just like, I I reach out because I wanted to get another bag mm-hmm. and get my hands on it, and then figure out how to get rid of it because it's probably not as good as that Filson or is it this, like you know the search for me is about having just the one bag I need. Right then, uh, then though she she kind of harped on me a little bit. And, um, and since then, like the money actually started, like it started working, Yeah, realizing like, wow, some of these companies that I had bags out for reviews out for, they didn't have affiliate. I, I helped them get affiliate something set up for like one of my favorite companies, Tom Bin. Yeah. And now like we make money every month on the videos that I made like a year ago yeah. on those things, you okay. know? Okay. So, um, so what was the what was the so, question you were asking? So that's interesting. Uh, well, I'm just curious about metrics and things, and like you know, yeah. what what people might expect from from doing this sort of thing. Some of your videos have 100, 200,000 views. Very like f- very rarely, very rarely. Like so the typical one would be. 20, I have one on AeroPress Coffee that's like 120,000 views. Got it. Most of, like the biggest bag ones are in the 60 to 80,000 okay. probably range. And then vast majority are in the seven to 10,000 range. Yep. I have about 17,000 subscribers now on the channel. Got it. And that's grown really fast. And how many of those videos do you have affiliate links in? I have affiliate relationships with maybe like probably every other okay. bag company at that point. Yeah. You know? 
And the good news is that like the ones that I like the most, the Wandered Provoke pack, the Tombin Synapse, the yep. Goruck GR2, the all these bags that are like, listen, dude, if you got the Goruck GR2, like you'd be stoked for life. You'll look at other bags and go like, yeah, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, like I'm always curious, but this bag will last you a hundred million years. Yeah, like it'll last you forever. Yeah, you buy that, you're done. Right. And so, and I have an affiliate relationship with them. I love being able to, to promote all of those. And what's interesting, I get lots of questions going like, Hey, I have this thing. I, I, I want a bag like this. I want to be able to X, Y, and Z. I need yep. to be able to something, something. Oh, you should probably head towards the wandered perverky because that has like the camera like thing you can fit right inside of it. Do you something. ever find a bag for sale on Amazon that doesn't have an affiliate program of its own and then link directly to Amazon? Um, there is a, another company, another place called Backcountry, okay. which does all of these out, outdoor sort of things. And so like, yeah, some of the Patagonia bags, I'll link out to there, but I don't think I've made a single sale, mm. to be honest. Okay. I don't think I have. Okay. Um, I, and I have added uh, Amazon links to some of them. A lot of the bags that I focus on are indie manufacturing, small bags. Like I just did this one for a company called Brown Buffalo, the Brown Buffalo, just a guy with a big beard and long hair in LA. And I love this bag as my daily carry bag. So I did this great review of it, and then he finds it, and uh, or I send it, send it over to him, and he was like, "Dude, this was awesome! Thanks, bro." <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Now it starts this relationship, yeah. Because I really care about the indie manufacturing side of oh, it. Oh, can too. you imagine being a small business and like seeing that somebody yeah. took the time to review your thing on YouTube and it's totally it's popular review? Yeah, like you feel great. Totally. They're sitting there scratching their heads like, how am I going to make this thing more popular? Yeah. So it's a really good symbiotic. And that's what I like to set this thing up as, to be frank. Like, that's like, I'm liking doing that. I've, I've got a great relationship with Tom Ben, who's one of the largest manufacturer that is US based and like the oldest, like, like the most wisdom in a single dude is Tom Ben in bags. He's a person. He's a person. And I want to get like the Manal guys, the Wandered guys, the nomadic guys, the so find some ladies who are making bags. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to get these people all up to Tom Ben for like a weekend. I just want to like organize a little weekend where it's like walk us around the factory, even though we're all competitors, so to speak. Like, like we could have some drinks and hang out. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that I don't know if that I don't know if the market would, would support that, to be honest. But the point is, I see myself as more of a of a like I'm becoming a kind of figurehead for the market in general rather than any specific bag company. Because what I actually champion, and this is a large reason for my success, I think, in this, or for the success of these bag videos, is I champion the person who wants to find the right bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want to find the right bag. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, I need a bag. And there's a million options, and I don't want to make a dumb decision. I don't want to go for the thing that's just like, you know, I, I want to... And if I if I can be good, like might as well might as well make it good. Like let's make it good. Yeah. Right. I love that decision, and I love going like the reason why you can feel confident buying this bag is because of this warranty, this manufacturing, the way that they do this stitching, the YKK zippers, the the look and the feel is classic. It's not going out of style, right? All of these sorts of yeah. things, and it's like, all right, I feel so much more confident making this purchasing decision now. Yeah. I can just move on. So, I mean, thinking about someone listening to this who's like either got a YouTube channel of their own or thinking about it, or maybe even specifically, I mean, we've really focused on doing product reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess one of the biggest things that comes out for me of this whole conversation is for me, it was really important to be myself, right? I'm going to be starting up a podcast at some point in the near future where one of the main things I hope to teach people how to do over the next decade is like how to really truly authentically, honestly own 
who the hell they are mm-hmm. and what they want to feel like and how they really are. Yeah. Right? How to own that, walk in the room, be that, regardless of how it like it gets you know, because you're doing your thing. Yeah. Right? There's a kind of self confidence, a kind of awareness, a kind of right. I love that. And I've always been trying to be that. Also, at the same time, very like very confused about who I really am. Right. That's why I've taken moving target. I've made it. it I'm like an Olympian of being who I am and trying to figure out who I am at the same time. Right. (laughs) Right? It's like what's the thing where you? What's the thing in the Olympics where you're skiing and shooting? (laughs) Biathlon. (laughs) Biathlon. That's. It's like that. It's like that. Right. Um, And so that enabled me to bring. Like, like all of those skills of just interpersonal stuff that I was already doing that made me sort of just a friend to people yeah. or the kid on the uh, personality. In, the personality, it really clicked on, on video. It really does click on video. Yeah, I'm probably and, better on video than I am in person. And uh, I'm, I'm curious what questions Steph has, but in thinking about, um, we have been talking about product review videos, but there are other kinds of videos that could work. Just like this, yeah. Thinking about totally. how-to videos; those work really well, mm-hmm. you know. Because, like you said, anytime you've got a question about software or how to do something, or or you know, people are looking for like how to do some kind of stitch and knitting, yeah. right? Or how to fix something around the house. YouTube is like it's I just where you go. I don't go search at YouTube first, but I do go to Google and then I click on the videos. Yeah, yeah. which is all YouTube's, which anyway. is all YouTube, and um, and I'm there all the time. So if you were uh, you know, interested in like just being a handyman around the house. You could do a series of fifty videos. And the on- focus on there, the thing that you want to focus on there is again what 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 you have to do is you have to be a champion of the person on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn it, I keep trying to do this, but I keep running into this problem. Right? Yeah. Fix the problem. Help yeah. them get to the problem. So we talked about our, our friend Doug, who's down here is our like badass acupuncturist, and I get to work. He gets to work on me every every week in exchange for me helping him with his YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Um, and he just made one video that about tennis elbow. Where if you probably search for tennis elbow, you'll find it. It's not a, a great video, no. but the the insight in there is great. Yeah, it's like, hey, you struggle with tennis elbow. Here's how you can alleviate the pain right now, right? And he shows you how to do it. That's all a bag video is, right? I add a bunch of sprinkles of sea, you know, sugar and salt and everything yeah. nice because I because that's what I felt like doing, and that's because honestly, you're buying a bag like you you're yeah. you're like first world problems, bro, right? You know, but like if you're talking about if so the thing that you care about, for instance, is uh, I don't know, I'm thinking of like like interpersonal, like marriage relational communication thing. Think about all the different issues, the the ways that you can help a husband and wife team sort of oh, speak yeah. to each other better. And video ends up being a better way to demonstrate so many things yeah. than a blog post, anyway, yeah. or even photos. Like I, I remember recently, I had to drill holes into really hard uh, tile, mm-hmm. ceramic tile. Yeah, yeah. You can't use a regular drill bit. For no, that. yeah. That's and a went, YouTube search right there. And I went and, and I went and bought some other drill bit, and it still didn't work. Yeah. And so I was on YouTube, like, how the hell do you do this? And watch some woman with a you know badass drill just yeah. right through it with the right kind of drill bit. Yeah. And I wouldn't have gotten that through a blog post, and and to think that there are people out there just demonstrating how to do all these. Yeah. Things. And sh- you know, who knows? Maybe she could sell drill bits yeah. from that. 
video. That's exactly it, right? That's the thing is, is, is if she's able to say like, listen, I'm trying, here's how you do it. It's really easy. But the thing is, is you got to find the right drill bit. Here's the, I went to Home Depot. Here's the several options that we've got. I've used all of them. I've just punk, I went through all of these things. Here's the one that I like the best. I'll put a link in the description below. And if you, if I'm, I'll try to arrange some sort of discount for you guys over time. If not, I can't, but like, you know, that's a, that's an affiliate link that I might be able to get some money back for or something like that. Right now on a drill bit, we're not talking about a high price item, right? If you were selling an $8,000 camera lens, it goes a lot further. That's right. why camera, video gear, and all that stuff, all that there's, there's loads of affiliate stuff in that. Yeah. Bags is this like kind of low price item yeah. too, right? Now, I've also heard, um, Steph, and feel free to jump in anytime mm. over there. Actually, before I, mm-hmm. before I ask my next question, Steph, what, what do you got? <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, I just wanted to add one thing, and I hope it's not I hope it's not too much of an like an offshoot. But I just kind of had an aha moment over here as I'm listening to this because the question I was going to ask Chase that he really just answered was how you work that call to action in there because I think that's if I had to guess, I, I don't know a lot about YouTube myself, although I'm really interested in video and I have a lot of video experience. But I think a lot of people probably struggle with working the call to action in there because yeah. sometimes YouTube can feel like just people. I think people are afraid of getting on video and just feeling like they're rambling. Then the video's over and they're like, what did I even do that for? So yeah. I'm glad that you just talked a little bit about how to actually tie in a call to action. That's really authentic. And it's, it can literally just be someone saying, Hey, here's what I used. Here's a link to it. And uh, you know, this is like, I've tested all of these. This is the one to get. I it, It's reminding me a lot because we're talking about this bag reviewing on YouTube, but something that I've seen getting really big lately is very similar, but it's on Instagram. There are some ladies out there who are have huge Instagram followings and they're just on Instagram stories every single day showing uh, their followers what lipstick they use, what shirt they got, what sneakers are in are in for the spring and i'm telling you and of course when you have a following that big you can just swipe up on on instagram these people will like sell out of a uh, out of a product because everybody who's watching will go and buy it and it's mm. it's the same kind of conversation we're having here where it's these women and i'm sure there's guys doing it too but of course i i the ones i follow are, are female because i'm interested in different products and things and they're just doing the same thing that chase is talking about here where they're just sort of like hey these are like i Try it on a different, a bunch of different sneakers for springtime. These are the ones I love. They're the best fit. They're the cutest. Here's the link to go get it. And it's like, and oh, by the way, and I got you a discount code. And these people are making a pretty decent living doing this. And I think it just has so much to do with that, that authenticity behind it. It's just kind of like a peek into how you evaluate different products. So I don't know. It's, I just had sort of an aha moment thinking about how this goes beyond just YouTube. But there are people doing it on Instagram too, which is really interesting. Yeah, and I think it needs to be said that that um, when you think about this, like like the there was something you were saying in there that really triggered me, and I think I kind of lost the initial thing. So I'm trying to remember. But anyways, the point I'll I'll I'll, I'll land that I started was think about helping someone actually answer their question or get their drill, get their hole drilled, right? Which is a great example because we always talk about uh, that you're not selling a drill bit, you're selling the hole, right? Right. That's the benefit yeah. or that's the, like, the, the finished product. Drill bit. They want a quarter inch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it, right? So you want to you be, be on the side of the end of, of, the, of the regular person yeah. that's you who has like kids and like a mother-in-law that's dealing with some health issue. It's real holes exactly. in Grant McTile. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in my life, but I do need this thing. I need a hole right here so I can put this thing in, right? 
So being standing up and, and like kind of fighting for those people, that's your service. And there's, you know, one of the, the very first course I ever made inside of Fizzle is still just as relevant today as it's ever been. And it's that defining your audience. If you don't know who your audience is, you will not be able to sell effectively. Mm-hmm. And when you come out strong and understanding what who they are and you can explain to them their problem better than they can explain it themselves, like we talked about last episode, then you're in a position of great power and opportunity where you can potentially ask them to take action. You can make your living in that space between, right? And so fighting for those people, really serving them, that service is the secret sauce lesson of the defining your audience course. Um, And then there was another thing that I'm I'm sort of forgetting. Mm. I'm just forgetting at this point. It's okay. We should call this thing to a close, but I'm bummed because there was that would have been the the, a very a very impassioned. uh, It was a good one. Steph, what did you start that 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 bit with? You were talking about it's making you think of something. It was the call to action. Okay, so let me go with this because I think it's really relevant, even if it's not the same one. We started this whole conversation talking about why this YouTube channel is remarkable, besides the fact that it includes yours truly, is that it is not a big, massive celebrity thing, and it's making money, Mm -hmm. right? It's already profitable from the start, even though it's small, and the potential for growth is really large, right? This This is how I want people to be thinking about business. This is how you need to be thinking about business because you don't have to be some big, massive, like everybody knows your name thing to be creating your honest living, being able to have the lifestyle that you want because you've got these multiple streams of income. You're doing the internet business thing, whatever. Yep. When you're talking about calling those people to that action, there's a real magic that happens when you realize like they're not here for you. They're here to figure out how to make this hole. They've got the drill and the tile and they're wondering if they have the right bit or not. Right. Right. And you need to help them understand that and understand anything they need to know about technique and stuff like that. Cause you can push really hard on that drill and you end up cracking the, the, the thing you're trying not to crack. Right. You, you get a crack through your marble instead oh. of, instead of just the hole. Right. You know what I'm talking about, Corbett? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And that's sometimes, that's one of those like, Obi-Wan moments where you need a teacher just to go like, hey, don't push hard. The drill will do the work, right? There's all of this, this, this wisdom or the, like, and you need to be in a place where you have that wisdom. I have that wisdom about bag stuff somehow, just because I've gotten my hands on hundreds of bags at this point. So I'm able to bring that perspective, but I didn't start with that wisdom, right? I was just starting with like, here's a bag. There's a need to know what, like what this bag is like to use, right? What am I trying to say? I, I, I'm trying to get this this point across that there's a purpose to your video. Mm. It's not just it's not just you making a video. Yeah, there's a purpose. And the purpose isn't you making money. It isn't you making money right. at yeah. all. There's a, the purpose is you have to set up your whole strategy to be fighting for those people on the other side. Yeah. And then you have to know how affiliate stuff works, how making your own products work, how all these other revenue streams that you can possibly have work so that then you can plug those in to what is your primary operation, 
which is serving those people with that real need. Yeah. Right? That makes everything easy. And to me, yeah. video is just a much quicker way of doing that. Mm-hmm. I can turn on the video, I can have a GoPro, and I can just turn that on and I can just do no editing. And just like Doug's video, just no editing and just like, just like, hey, here's what you do with your hand. You put your, your fingers like this right into your forearm and you move like this, right? And we're showing, don't telling, and I'm just explaining the thing that's important. Now it's up to the YouTube gods to help me make that popular. Right. But I can go take it and I can put it in YouTube or in, in subreddits. You know what I mean? I can put it in. But a lot of this is just fishing as well. You know, it's, it's like. totally fishing. It's, there are millions and millions of people on YouTube searching for all kinds of stuff. And if your video has the right subject, the, yeah. you know, a low amount of competition and it's something that's really popular, then it might take off. And, and you can't judge your success based on one video. You've got yeah. to put 10 or 20 or like we tell people, who uh, yeah. start blogs? You've got to make a hundred, a hundred posts, and then you'll know something about mm-hmm. making blog posts or about making videos. Yeah. So uh, we didn't really cover today what it's like to make videos and and how difficult it is. And yeah. I know a lot of people listening to this are like, "Okay, this is great," but video is a nightmare. Yeah. So we're gonna take a whole separate episode to do that. Love it. Next week. Love it. And um, all of us have a lot of experience making videos, but. I, I think that Chase comes from a different place than Steph and I do mm. in making videos. Yeah. So we'll get to compare and contrast yeah. how we all operate making videos. Love it. Steph, Corbett, thank you guys for uh, interviewing me. This ended up being really fun for me. Hopefully it's interesting to people out there listening. Yeah. I hope. It was fun for me. Yeah. Thanks for sharing it. I, I feel like it was really cool to get that kind of backstage pass. I'm sure it'll be really helpful for people. You got it. All right, guys, that is episode, what is this, Steph? 257. 57. Of yeah. the Fizzle Show. Fizzleshow.co slash 257 is where you can go to get the show notes, links of everything we mentioned here. Fizzleshow.co slash 257. All right, I'll even put links there for the toolkit, which is at fizzle.co slash toolkit, as well as that ConvertKit free trial for 30 days, which is at fizzle.co slash ConvertKit. But again, all of that will be aggregated for you perfectly Mm. at fizzleshow.co, because you're listening to The Fizzle Show, fizzleshow.co slash, what is this, 257, 257. That's it. Brain farting over here. All right, guys. Hope you're doing great. Uh, Hope you're having a great week. Oh, my God. This is your life. It's all happening right in front of your eyes. Oh, my God. I hope you're trying at least a little bit hard, but not too hard. You know, relax a little bit. Honestly, don't talk to your wife that way. That's rude. (laughs) Find care. Take care. Serve hard and dig in, y'all. Talk to you next week on The Fizzle Show. Fizzle.